What's so bad about having a little piece of cake? It's the forced socializing. I mean, just because we work in the same office, why do we have to act like we're friends? Why aren't you there now? I had to take a sick day. I'm so sick of these people. By the way, I talked to Lizzie, and tomorrow night's good for her. You know, I shouldn't go out with a friend of yours. I foresee messiness. Yeah, you're better off sitting around here reading comic books and eating spaghetti at 2 in the morning. October 5th, 2014. Hey, we're back! Wow. It's been a while, but here we are. It has been a while. Did you miss us? Probably not, but we're back anyway. Yeah, we just keep coming back. You can't keep us down, man. Yeah. We're like a fungus. No. That you get rid of, but... No. Keeps stinking up the place. I don't think fungus is naturally recurring. I don't know what kind of fungus you have, but mine might be. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? I don't... We haven't done this in a while. Clearly, I've forgotten how. Okay. But you have the post-it. You remember that. Got my post-it. But you did forget it at first, so maybe you're right. Maybe you're That was off. before we were recording. Then you can't like, say oh, I forgot it. Oh, my post-it. Oh. That was before we you started said, recording. Oh. If we start recording and I don't have it, you may say I forgot it. All right. If I remember it before and I go pick it up. No, that's not forgetting. That's remembering. Okay. Whoa. You're so offended. Watch it. <laughs> Are you ready for some news? Are you asking me or them? Either or. I'm ready. All right. Yeah. She'll have to stand in for all of you. So, Susan, you now speak for the world. I represent all. <laughs> it's what you've always wished for. <laughs> Since our last TWIP episode. Yes. I am pleased to announce, um, and many of you I'm sure already know, but... The Dirty Hands short in Seminar, episode 54, won a Parsec Award. It sure did. What? Yay! We've had so many nominations over the years. First win. Um, so it was for Best Speculative Fiction Story Large Cast Short Form. I, well, which is a mouthful, but yeah, it won. It did. So uh, that was written by Neil Kitson and... Uh, directed by Paul Brueggemann and featured uh, Dave Morgan and Lynn Cullen in the cast. So congratulations to everybody. And you, Madam uh, Susan, I'm edited. I'm yell at you for I saying, saw oh, the I look on your face. That. You were the script editor that worked with Neil, yes, and put the one who put it into the show. Yes. And, yes. Okay, so congratulations to the entire seminar team and everyone who Woo! worked on that. That is awesome. Which episode was well it done. again? 54. Okay, so yeah, you should listen to it. Actually, seminar really 54, good. go check it out. Check it out. It's Parsec Award winning. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, well, okay, me presently, at least among the two of us sitting here, uh, have been hard at work on a redesign of the Pendant website. It's true. It's true. And it has been so long. I cannot remember when the website we have now, the present one, went up first, new. I cannot even remember how long ago it was. It might have been like, I don't know, 2008? Don't stop. Why are you saying dates? Don't tell anyone. Just stop it. <laughs> it's old. It's embarrassing. So, but the news site, uh, it's coming along. 
I am, uh, it's mostly done right now. We're, uh, fixing up a few, uh, little spots that have to get, we're uh, work in. We're basically arguing and, about stuff. And I'm, uh, little populating things. it with all of our episodes from all the different right. shows. Because all the episodes stuff looks bad. are still going to be Very there. Long. And all the podcasts will still be there. It'll still work. But it's going to look way nicer. It's going to be really well organized. It's going to work on mobile phones. Yes. And things. It's going to look really nice uh-huh. there, too. So, it's pretty sweet. So, uh, yeah, we'll have more information about that soon when it's ready to go. Um, one day you'll, you might It'll visit the site up soon. and you'll be like, what's this? It looks so different. Don't freak out. It's still pending. Well, when's our next trip? You'll see our logo. Uh, I don't know, like two weeks so probably. So it might actually be live by then. Maybe. No so promises. Possibly. We got to work out the kinks. Make sure it's working right. good before we make it live. So, but yeah. at some point you'll go there and you'll be like, what? But it's still pendant. It's, it's totally, still our logo. Yeah, it's okay. All our shows and our Don't show logos. Don't be scared. Embrace <laughs> this change because you are going to love it. It looks really cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're known for being cool. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to mention that uh, next month in November, we will be doing the Pendy Awards again. Uh, but it's I wanted to time? mention that now hmm. because in the past... A few times, and possibly last year when we did them, uh, I opened the pendies for nominations in October, and we would have the official voting in November. But it seems to me that a month is much, much too much time to do nominations, to, to do nominations and voting, because uh, you put it up in the first week, you get a few, and then you get kind of nothing, and then three days before it's over, they all start flooding it. So we're Oh, just... you mean it's like pendant lines? Oh yeah, I said it. Someone's a little passive aggressive. I think you know who you are. Actors, you are mm. ticking her off sometimes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so in November, uh, we will put up the Pendy Awards for uh, this past year's worth of shows, and you will have two weeks to submit your nominations, and then two weeks for the final voting. So we'll have more information about that as well as we get closer. Yay! And that wraps up all of the news that we can tell you. That's right. There may be other news. So much news. That we cannot yet tell no. you. For but reasons. it's super cool, guys. There are reasons. Yeah. But we will tell you this news eventually. That, that's great. Great promise there. It will be told. We promise at some point we will tell you. We just don't know when. Except when we can't. But you'll find out. And you'll be like, that's what they were talking about. Whoa. And we'll be like, I know, it's really cool. Anyway. But you're going to have to wait and see. Yeah. So that's that's it. the news. Okay. That's the news. From Burbank, California, we have Marty Bringle on the line. Hello, Marty. Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, fine. It's it's not too uh, blisteringly hot here in Burbank today, so all is well. That's good. No fires out there in California this time. Ah, uh, not anywhere close to us, anyway. Thank oh, that's goodness. Good. That's good. No no earthquakes or anything <laughs> like that. Oh, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> I I missed the the one in uh, northern California. I missed by a day. So you didn't miss a thing. Trust me on that. <laughs> oh. That was like, oh, I missed that, huh? Mm. <laughs> oh, oh well. So, how are you? 
I'm fine. Excellent, excellent. So um, we have questions. Okay, I hope I have answers. If not, this is very short and one-sided. <laughs> yes. Cool. So you are a voice actress in Pendant's first premiere production, Phantom Canyon. Yes. And you play... I was Edwin's mother. Edwin's mom. Yeah. Now, that was kind of a different role than all the other ones. Yeah. Well, it was it was uh, something that, that I... I didn't know a whole lot about the story when I when I agreed to do it. Um, and then, of course, we basically got one episode script at a time, so I had to figure out what the character was doing as I went along. And uh, she turned out to be a real... Uh, <laughs> she was she was really a, a major player, even though I didn't have the most lines and I wasn't the featured actress in there. So, yeah, I was, I was very pleased with the way that turned out. Yeah, you never know the... You know, you never know when uh, you get to be a a key person or yeah. a um, background person. The, the number of lines isn't yeah isn't always exactly. indicative of that. Yeah, no kidding. But, um, uh, we're, we're it gonna, was we're gonna I, not be spoilery because you know how the pendant no, no, no. are. I'm not gonna say anything about it other than I I had a great time doing it and uh, really really enjoyed the way it turned out. It because you know we we are not. Any of us, in the, even in the same room or even the same state with each other, but yet mm-hmm. when the production was put together, it sounded like we were all right there recording at the same time. And I, I was kind of concerned that my lines would kind of come out like, wait a minute, why did she say it that way? But it, it all worked out perfectly. I was really, of course, that is a testament to the skill of the editors at Pendant, too. Well, um, Paul is definitely director... Um, amazing Mm. yeah (laughs) as is jared in 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 big way um paul's paul's really good at getting exactly the right i guess nuances yeah from all the different takes to to fit together seamlessly yeah well it was seamless it was amazing i had i talked to a bunch of friends of mine and, and my my family into listening to it and they all said wow you guys are all doing this at different times Yep. <laughs> I guess I was. I guess they were surprised. They didn't think I could do things like that. Well, my family, you know, they're always uh, not real sure. Well, not, it's not so much now. My brothers are okay, but boy, I'll tell you, my parents would have said she can do what. <laughs> <laughs> so, you are. Um, how shall I say? When we talk about the pendant family, it has multiple meanings for you. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, do you want to elaborate on that? Well, both of my kids have acted in, and uh, my daughter goes, who's Blinky or Dragon X Blink, uh, wrote quite a few scripts herself and uh, acted in them. And uh, also Jeffrey and Susan are good friends of ours, and uh, my husband and I are uh, Clark's uh, official grandparents or local grandparents. We're not biologically related, but we're closer physically than his real grandparents so he is our official grandson too and uh, we we see each other pretty regularly and it's always a lot of fun jeffrey and susan are just such great people uh, they really are part of our family now so yeah dependent dependent family yeah that's what that's what it is that's very cool um so yeah i didn't until we you know when we first connected earlier when we were talking i didn't know that um 
you were Blinky's mom. I thought that mm. was very cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool too. I <laughs> Blinky, well, both my kids are amazing. That um, Blinky can do just about anything, and I just I could sit back and just be amazed <laughs> at all the talents that my daughter has, which is considerable. Oh yeah. And she's probably going to be irked now because she doesn't like me to brag about her. She's like, oh, Mom. <laughs> but mom. That's what moms, yeah, that's what moms do. They brag about their children. Yeah. Uh, my son hasn't been involved in pen and productions for a while because um, he just, life intervened, so he really didn't have time to do any more acting. And uh, so, yeah, we all we all join in. I, my husband doesn't, but he's... Uh, uh, not as relaxed about things like that as the rest of us are. He he was a disc jockey for a while, a long time ago, and, and uh, wasn't really at ease in front of a microphone. As far as technical stuff, he's a whiz, but just sitting there talking, it's not quite so easy for him. So he's the one who's um, not involved, but very interested in listening. He's got all the podcasts on his on in his iTunes oh, folder. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. So you are also involved in other pendant um or at least one other pendant show mm-hmm. um that we haven't heard yet yeah and you are doing uh the pendant shakespeare yes we're doing julius caesar and uh, i don't know if it's still true but when i was in high school everybody had to read julius caesar as part I of did. one of the <laughs> english classes and the focus always in in those days at least was oh look here's mark antony and here's caesar and here's brutus and um, nobody really, I, I certainly didn't, I didn't notice what a big part Cassius plays in the play. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he seems, or in this case, she, I love the way they've redone it, um, has, is one of the major movers and shakers for the whole thing. And I, I had not realized that. Of course, it has been just a few years since I had to <laughs> do it in <laughs> high school. I can still, we had to memorize speeches in those days, and I can still recite quite a few of them. Um, even after all this time, but um, I never really, I never paid attention to Cassius before. It was just like, yeah, Cassius is there. Uh, Cassius does a lot of talking, but um, now that I've had to interpret the the lines for myself, I realize, whoa, this guy's behind a lot of it. So that yeah. that turned out to be both educational and fun. Yeah, I've I enjoyed Julius Caesar because I looked at it as more of a historical rather than English bent yeah um, back in my high school days because I did not like my 10th grade English teacher oh I didn't either I did not (laughs) get along oh gosh I think there's something universal about 10th grade English teachers oh mine was awful yeah and I remember very clearly right before we did Julius Caesar we did you know Romeo and Juliet Mm -hmm. and I said you know I have just a hard time, and I've said this in other interviews, I have a hard time with, with Shakespeare, and I said to her, I said, you know, they just need to update him and translate it to regular mm. English, and she looked at me, you do not translate the master, uh-huh. you do not update the master. <laughs> Knowing what I know now, I'd like to look at her and go, sure you do, it's called yeah. a side story. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, my English teacher was old enough to have probably been one of Shakespeare's teachers, too. <laughs> so, oh, and she had her own way of pronouncing things. It was Cleopatra. And when you know, she she just said, you know, you Caesar and Cleopatra. Okay. And uh, she had us do all kinds of things that 
you never use again in your whole lifetime. Mm. Um, and of course, in those days, it was not way, way, way before the internet. So you had to go to the library and look all this stuff up. And I mean, I always loved libraries. I don't mind going to libraries even today and looking stuff up, but it just, it was tedious. It wasn't anything that was interesting. So sometimes you get a teacher like that and it kind of sucks the life out of what you have to read. Um, But I I mean, I enjoyed Julius Caesar because I had, I had learned about it in history. I've always been a big, big student of history. And so I had read about most of this stuff before, but of course people think that that uh, Antony did a huge oration at Caesar's funeral, which he did, but nobody knows if he ever really said friends, Romans, countrymen. <laughs> um, but he did actually apparently give a huge speech that turned the tide of the crowd, and that changed the course of history. Um, and Shakespeare, of course, did it in his own way. Um, but yeah, and then, of course, you have to analyze and this and that and the other thing, and, and uh, it, it just wasn't much fun to do it in school. But now it's kind of making up for it because I'm seeing this stuff in a whole new way because I'm involved in it, and it's like, whoa, I didn't see that before. How about that? This is interesting. Let me check into this. So, yeah, it's, it's given me a whole new appreciation for the, the play itself to, to be involved in it and, and to be, and to be a, a major player in it, at least as far as the number of lines and, and the actions that this, this character takes. So, yeah, I've, I've been, I was so glad they picked me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I enjoyed your uh, rendition of Edwin's mom. Oh, good. Um, and I think that if you haven't listened yet to Phantom Canyon, what are you waiting for? <laughs> yes. Yes. One, what are you waiting for? And and two, take a good listen to Marty because she's she really captures that thing oh, that we were talking about <laughs> Thank you. before. That yeah. thing that you're like, oh yeah, this <laughs> makes no sense right now. But when you listen to it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, please listen to Phantom Canyon. <laughs> it is a great story and it's so well done. I mean, really, the production values are amazing, and, and you will just get sucked right into the story. I, I promise you. Listen to it. Really, really, really. Yeah, it's like two and a half, two, two and three quarter hours for seven bucks. Mm-hmm. You don't get that kind of quality entertainment for that price. Yeah, it's a bargain. It really it is. is. You don't get that anywhere else. Yeah. So, um, I was looking at your bio on the Pendant website, and there was a link there to Amazon. Yeah. And you've written written stuff. Oh, I've written a lot more stuff than it's on my Amazon page. Um, I have been writing, the first time I actually got published uh, was in the eighth grade, and I have done a lot of uh, technical writing over the years. I used to write for Commodore computer magazines, and I've written software manuals and um, a lot of technical articles. That's one of the main things I'm doing right now is writing for a technical website. But um, a few years ago, I got into writing fiction. Actually, I had written a novel. Oh, well, the earliest files I could find um, on my old floppy disks yeah. <laughs> were from 19... 19- 1990, and I know I got started on it before that, and originally I had thought, hey, you know, how hard can it be to write a romance novel? I mean, really. 
<laughs> so I started writing this and realized that, oh my gosh, the number of stupid rules you have to follow to make these books acceptable to romance publishers is just preposterous. So I thought, well, okay, let's just kind of branch out and explore and write it a different way. So I did that, and then life intervened, and I never finished it. And, uh, oh, let's see, I guess it's about four years ago, maybe five years ago. can't remember for sure. I decided to do the National Novel Writing Month, which is when you take the month of November and you just write 50,000 words. And so I thought, what am I going to write? I know I can write a sequel to this novel that I never finished because I don't I'm I know how I know what I want to write for the next stage in the story so I'll do that so I sat down and I actually did it and I got the 50,000 words and this is a sequel to a novel that I never actually finished and I said mm, you know maybe I should sit down and actually finish that first book so I know what to do with the <laughs> second one so I went looking for it um, and I knew I had saved it somewhere, and like I said, I found it on an old floppy disk. Uh, fortunately, I still had a floppy disk drive to read it with, so I imported it and looked at it, and I realized that at some point I had decided to go through and add more plot to it. And I had gotten three or four chapters with this new plot line and then had just stopped, and it was really obvious, because the, the, the rest of the book, quite frankly, it just sucked. So I thought, well, okay, let me sit down and do this. So... Over the course of, I think it was about six months, I went through all of that and polished it and made it into a real novel, and then I published it. And then, of course, I had to work on the sequel and turn that into a real novel, and that took me, hmm, I'm guessing, probably another six months. So I have two novels published within about a year of each other, and I've been working on a third one for a long time, but this is a different story. Um, it's actually based on my family's history, and it's harder to write, although I've got a lot, a lot, a lot of it done. Um, I'm nowhere near finished with it, and it's been kind of churning along for a couple of years, and um, I have hopes of actually getting that one finished and published, but I don't know any timetable for it. But anyway, yeah, if anybody wants to read my first two books, they're available on uh, Amazon and also on Smashwords. Uh, in any ebook format you want, if I can put in a shameless plug. Plug away. Uh, um, my I... first my first book is called Closed Circuit, and you may not be able to find it if you're new to the Smashwords website because it has adult content, i.e., one sex scene, but you have to label it um, for the you know because they don't want people encountering stuff that they don't want to see, so you have to know where to find it. Um, if you're if you join this if you join the Smashwords site, which is free. Um, you can specify that you don't mind seeing adult content, and then my book will turn up. The first one is called uh, Closed Circuit, and the second one is Dutchman's Puzzle. And uh, I don't know, if anybody reads them, I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> Tell me what you think. They're available also in a print edition um, through Amazon and, uh, and Kindle and everything else. And uh, I'm probably putting people to sleep by saying, buy my book, buy my book. <laughs> and there, and uh, like I said, I pulled up the website. I'm looking at it right now. And if you've got a Prime account, they're on Prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I have to ask the obvious question now. Mm -hmm. Will you be writing for seminar? No, I don't think so. Um, not out of a lack of desire to do it, but because I just don't have time with all the other stuff I'm writing 
um, during the course of every week. Um, and writing for seminar, you have to sit down and think about what you're doing and come up with a, a, a good show. And I, I, I haven't, I've never done that format. Um, so I wouldn't want to start off by jumping right in and writing for seminar. I would want to kind of work up to it, maybe get Jeffrey and Susan to look at what I've written and say if it's worth it or, if, come on, you're delusional, <laughs> go do something else. Um, so I'm not ruling it out forever, but right now, no, I'm not going to. Well, uh, there's so form. many other good writers. Um, short form is is really challenging. Yes. Because you've got to get everything in there and yes. move fairly quickly and get everything wrapped up in a, yeah. a lot and fewer a, pages than a novel. Yeah, no kidding. And like I said, it's something I haven't done yet. So um, right now, no, but maybe in the future. Okay. So we've got you in Phantom Canyon. We've got you in Julius Caesar. Mm-hmm. I did a few lines for Tabula Rasa, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if they continued my character or not. So, Jack, I'm, I'm Jack. a very, I'm a very minor character, and uh, just did one episode. So, okay, are we, are you on the uh, the lookout for the casting calls? Are we going to hear more of you? Hopefully, yes. Um, I'm now that see the thing is the reason I didn't do much before was because. Um, I don't mean this as any criticism of Pendant at all, but there were not that many um, roles for older people. And now it seems like more more of them are turning up, and so anytime I see one that looks even halfway suitable for me, I try it. And uh, so that's that's one thing that I'm very happy about, that there are more opportunities for me to, to try out, to audition for these things. And uh, I, I hope to be doing more as they come along. Excellent. Let's see. All right, so um, the the idea of directing, is that in your wheelhouse, or is that kind of outside of... No, that's not something I've even thought about. I just don't know enough about it. Um, now, you I, mentioned your husband was technical. Yeah, but not in that way. He's a, a broadcast engineer. He fixes transmitters. He does uh, uh, okay. uh, network, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> Um, what do I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I could I could always ask Blinky to show me the ropes, but um, again, that's not something I've thought about. Uh, it's not it's not something that I have any kind of experience with at all. I've I've been a voiceover actor before, but never a director of any kind. Have we, or can we find you in other productions outside of Pendant? No, just Pendant for oh, right okay. now. Cool, very cool. Is there any other project you want to talk about? Uh, hmm. Well, not unless anybody wants to read my technical writing. <laughs> 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 um, there's I, I, That's basically what I've been doing a lot of these days is, is writing for a site called 7tutorials.com. Um, and it's just I write uh, tutorials and book reviews um, for right now for Windows, uh, Windows 7, Windows 8 probably the upcoming versions of Windows as well. I've been using computers since they filled up a whole room and ate punch cards, and there there was only one computer on the whole college campus when I went to college, and you weren't allowed to touch it. You had to type in your cards, your punch cards, and hand them over to the wizards behind the counter, and, you know, and their acolytes would actually feed your cards into the computer, and you'd come back the next day and pick up your printout, if it worked. Um, mine, uh, let's just say I'm not a programmer. 
Uh, I once wrote a Fortran program that made the line printer spit paper halfway to the ceiling, which was not an intended consequence of the program. I just, uh, my brain is not wired for programming. So, um, although I've actually, I started using, in for some values of using computers in 1969, I didn't really get into doing it uh, until the early 1980s, and then it was Commodores for a long time, and I didn't get into PCs until about mm, eight or nine years later. Mm. And from there, it was kind of like, oh boy, this is fun. And uh, I eventually got a job at uh, an electronics store in the service department fixing computers, um, and doing tech support for Toshiba and doing all kinds of things that I never would have thought of myself doing years ago. So, um, yeah, it's it's something that I've always loved. I'm not always, but for a long time, just all the technical stuff about computers. So now I'm I'm bilingual, Mac and PC. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I haven't heard it quite put that way, but <laughs> I like that. I have to remember that. Yeah. Well, Marty, thank you for taking the time to answer and tell stories and such. Oh, this is fun. Thank you for inviting me to talk. Oh, my pleasure. And um, can people find you online? Yeah. Um, I think, well, I'm, you know, I'm on Facebook, but that's, I don't, I, it's not a public Facebook profile, but um, I have a website infmom.net infmom.net and I also have a business website loganbooks.net and that's where you can also find my books and some of my grandmother's books that have been reprinted and uh, we've got a, an anthology coming up that we're in the process of dealing with a, an anthology of original vampire stories that should be on the website uh, within the next few months so we're kind of kind of expanding our repertoire in the, in the business too excellent Excellent. People can find me on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Jordan dot Gottlieb dot five zero three six J O R D A N G O T T L I E B, and on Twitter at JG underscore Q A. And once again, Marty, thank you so much. Well, thank you, Jordan. I really appreciate it. I'm sure everybody listening appreciates it, too. Well, I hope so. <laughs> and we will send this back to Jeffrey and Susan. Yay! Yay! It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, October 8th, Season 7, Episode 6 of The Kingery. Shut up. I didn't say anything. Next time on The Kingery riots breaking out throughout the galaxy. We go now to Sector 11F, where peace officers have been overwhelmed by citizens clamoring to be among the first to take part in this technological breakthrough. We go now live to Cheryl Sharp. Cheryl, what can you tell us about what you're seeing out there? Well, as you can see, things definitely have gotten out of control here in Sector 11F. What started as an orderly line surrounding the new Saley Austin Sable facility has deteriorated into complete chaos. In the 12 hours since the news of this new technology became public, SOS facilities throughout the galaxy have been overwhelmed by citizens wanting to cheat death. Only at PendantAudio.com It was just getting interesting.
coming out Wednesday, October 15th, The Sonnets Part 7, The Pendant Shakespeare. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare, the sonnets are back, and this time... Whoa, wait, wait, wait just a minute. You guys tried to insult me last time we did one of these. As a decrepit father takes delight to see his active child do deeds of youth, so I, made lame by fortune's dearest spite, take all my comfort of thy worth and truth. D Dad? You, you really mean that? Being your slave, what should I do but tend upon the hours and times of your desire? Okay, now that's just creepy. Farewell. Thou art too dear for my possessing, and like enough thou knowest thy estimate. The charter of thy worth gives thee releasing. I'll take it. Be there when the Sonnets Part 7 premieres on October 15th, 2014, only at PendantAudio.com. This is so not over. La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> and that's all the news that's fit to new. Uh, yeah. And to know. Yep. Yeah. So, that's it, then. Great! We're Be done. Be sure to <laughs> stop by the website at PendantAudio.com and the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant. And uh, the Facebook page, that's a thing. You should check that out at Facebook.com slash Pendant Audio. And the Twitter feed, it's cool. Twitter.com slash Pendant Web. And uh, we have a Tumblr. Yeah, check that out too at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. And we will see you back here in two weeks. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. What cracked you up so much there? What, what was this smooth talker radio voice? It wasn't. I'm sure when we listen to it back, it will be horrid. No, that was like 10 p.m. radio. <laughs> 10 p.m. radio. Not late enough to be really exciting, but just mildly intriguing. Yep. <laughs> Thing. Well, I started out whispering, but then you ruined it. <laughs>